Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Doze Knows, or should I say season two of Doze Knows. It's been a while. I missed you guys. Um, I know you guys miss me because I keep getting a lot of texts and phone calls, and they're like, Doze, are you still doing your podcast? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been working my ass off. And uh, I had some issues with iTunes that we got fixed. Everything's back up and running. I'm so stoked to be back and bringing you guys more entertaining podcasts with some incredible, incredible human beings. Don't forget, you guys can find me on all social media, uh, Dozer Dave and Doze Nose Podcast on Instagram, uh, Dozer Dave Barnett and Doze Nose Podcast on Facebook and Dozer Dave Knows on Twitter. Um, don't forget, you can go to my website where you can check out all the guests, listen to their podcasts, and it's uh, dozenose.com, and you get to see a little bit more in depth with them, links to the sponsors, and all kinds of killer deals that they're offering as well. Um, and, of course, speaking of sponsors, you know, I couldn't do this without them. So let's give a big thanks out to GoPro, Hurley, Green Organic Energy Drink, Kona Boys, Kona Coffee and Tea, Maverick Sport Fishing, and I'm really excited about a brand new sponsor. Um, You've heard of them on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's actually co-owner of this company, and it's called Onnit. And uh, Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut. I think Joe Rogan's the juggernaut. (laughs) They're dedicated to delivering total human optimization to a vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Through a wide array of products and supplements, Onnit combines cutting-edge science, earth-grown nutrients, and time-tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. Whether you're climbing mountains, hunting for that big elk, surfing mountains like Shane Dorian does, um, building a business or closing sales, chasing chicks in the weight room or running a marathon, Onnit is the brand you want in your back pocket. As one of the fastest growing health and fitness companies in the world, Onnit refuses to bring anything but the very best to the market, whether it's its energy bars, its protein shakes, its create line or their flagship product, alpha brain which i personally love gets all that you know brain fog and all that crap out of there um on its diverse lineup of products and supplements are backed by two placebo studies of science and research so you guys got to check them out go visit their website at onit.com backslash doze nose and you can save up to 10% off. They also have all kinds of free free, free trials. Try it for free. Okay? 100% money back guarantee for free. If you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. That's legit stuff right there. So, onit.com backslash dozos. Save up to 10%. And uh, speaking of Onnit, I'm really excited because my guest today... We did this a few few months back. He was visiting me over here. We did a big hunting trip and uh, knocked out all kinds of freaking killer animals. And, and we had time to sit down. And um, he is Kyle Kingsbury. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of him because he is a former ASU football player. He's former UFC fighter. He's the director of human optimization and the host of on its podcast, the Human Optimization Hour. Um, you've heard about Joe Rogan's podcast a million times. So let's give a big warm welcome to Kyle Kingsbury. Don't 
Welcome to Dell's Nose, bro. Here we go, brother. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we actually are, are on take two right now because it's kind of fucked up on the first part. But it's all right. It's been a while, man. Getting getting back in the swing. You are uh, the first guest for season two, which I'm super excited about. We did so badass the first season, you know, which went on for um, close to four years and knocked out 60 episodes. Damn. So uh, with a lot of downloads, a lot of people happy, people calling me all the time, dude, when are you going back on? And so now I'm back on. I get to be with you. I'm really, really stoked. And you're coming off an incredible week of hunting. You know, you were over here on the Big Island doing a bunch of goat, pig, sheep, went over to Maui, got a bunch of deer hunting in. This is your first really big hunting trip yeah first first big hunting trip first time i've actually hunted i mean i I went on an elk hunt last year with the rifle and we were in uh just outside of joseph oregon in northeastern oregon Mm -hmm. and we got completely skunked i didn't see that i saw the ass of one elk on thanksgiving day our final day of the hunt and it was gone in an instant oh damn so but every you know i didn't get an axis this year but I'm thirsty for it. I want it. Yeah. I want it so bad because I was so close. And there's, as you know, you know, it's just one fucking error. Yeah. And they're gone. They're gone. So there's so, and they're in big groups. So there's so many eyes that are looking at you at all times. You especially know? the does. Especially the does. You know, the does knows. <laughs> the does knows does. Uh-huh. That's for sure, man. I've been busted so many fucking times. <laughs> But uh, God damn, it's the best meat on the planet. And those things are so gorgeous. They're covered in spots originally from India. And uh, they're just amazing, amazing, smart animals and the best meat on the planet. Yeah. We, thankfully, we got to eat some. So we had uh, some of the other boys shot. cookout. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else got at least one. Um, few bucks went down, few dough. It was it was rad, especially like as I got better being able to stalk really close, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but as I was saying earlier, like it, it, it was like game of death with Bruce Lee. Like each level got a little bit harder and a little bit harder. And we went, right. um, you know, started with pig and then went to sheep, then went to goat. I guess goat was slightly easier than sheep. Just yeah. from the terrain we were at up in Justin's property. Well, shoot, man, you five minutes out of the freaking truck. Not even that. You're already taking a shot. You know, right on the goats, and that my heart was pounding out of my chest. <laughs> like I think I really know now from experience. Just, just like in fighting, if you can warm up and blow your lungs out in the locker room, you're gonna do better in the fight. Right. And I think like the longer stalks, it was very easy for me to calm myself. Uh-huh. But five minutes out of the truck, like, oh fuck, we're on. Oh, Shit. full draw. Right. <laughs> missed it by a mile. <laughs> all right, man. It was good. It was good. It got that release out. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we were able to go up the hill and get on a, a real true herd of big billies. You know, there was, there was a monster Ibex one that was in there. And, and I don't say Ibex too much because a lot of people say there's no Ibex in Hawaii. But there is a breed of Ibex that are here. And they are completely different from all the other the goats that are out here and these things, um, our regular goats, we call them helicopters because they just kind of go up and then out. Mm. And these things just have that big, huge turn back. And you had one sitting right there at one point, 30, 40 yards away for like 20 minutes, but we couldn't get a clean shot because of all the branches. Yeah. I remember inching. That was the, the most patient I had been up to that point. Right. I remember inching my ass back like an inch every two or three minutes. Right. Behind a tree, so I could have a clearing, and then uh, homie drove through with a Kubota or some some type of ATV, right, pulling his horse. <laughs> on, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you, you were able to get on another herd um, mm-hmm. with Justin Lee, yep. who's been on this show a couple of times, an awesome, awesome dude. And uh, he brought you in close while I brought Ben up to the top side where we were at. And uh, what happened there? We got in really close, and I think I took a shot at. 22 yards out and it stuck but it was a little no 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 this is that's right it was 15 yards so i'm i was no i was you aiming with my 20 20 pin and um it went a little high so right. it was still unfortunately a kill shot but that thing could run and then it right. crossed once it crossed into state-owned land justin looked at me he's like nah brother we can't go in there i was <laughs> like fuck 
shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many out there at that place we were at. And um, we're not going to name that spot because it's pretty badass. And luckily, I only get to hunt it. And now you. But, All right. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> I get to run it back for sure. <laughs> but it's pretty badass. I can't wait for you to come back and we'll hunt it again and mm-hmm. get you a nice trophy. Um, but, you know, you said you shot a little high. Where were you shooting? Where were you aiming? Uh, right behind the armpit. Right behind the armpit? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the perfect spot. Excuse me. We're drinking a nice vodka and green right now. What is the green? The green is uh, one of my sponsors. It's uh, it's all organic. It's uh, kale, coconut juice, and green tea. Hell yeah. It's pretty badass. And it mixes well with vodka. That's what I was slamming in the car. I had the guava. Exactly. I like it. All right. Exactly. All right. Yeah, yeah. So it's good stuff. But um, you guys, you did end up landing a pig though, right? Yep. My first shot uh, was a kill shot on a boar. And um, that was awesome. Yeah. It's almost like I did, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, it was it was kind of kind of swampy, so we had to take it slow so we weren't sloshing around. Uh-huh. Um but it was so I mean, I just I've with the exception of the birth of my son, it's hard to say how much gratitude I had for that animal. Really? Like it just yeah. washed over me this feeling of gratitude like fuck yeah, this yeah. is beautiful, you know, and yeah. came up, paid some respect and uh obviously got a pick, but just Man, I can't wait to feed my family and the tribe with that. You know, like it's a huge bag of meat you're bringing home. Yeah, and I'm happy with that because it's it's you know like everyone else, fucking Greenfield hit the uh, hit the grand slam. He he had all sorts of meat he's bringing back. He had to get a giant cooler from Costco to bring it all back, but I can't complain. You know, I got a decent amount to bring back bring home with me. Oh yeah, and then I'm loading you up with some more. Hell yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) I want you coming back. You know, that's the mm-hmm. whole point. So, uh, we definitely have a taste for it now. I mean, we got fed well up it's there. Good organic freaking meat. And, it's you know, we were talking about earlier what they feed on. You know, they're eating mangoes and avocados and pineapples and guavas and liloquois. You know, they're just, it's fermenting in their body and soaking in that meat. It tastes so freaking good, dude. Oh my God, I can't get enough. I seriously cannot get enough. My son, all he wants to eat is Axis Tear. Every day, he's just like that. Access there, breakfast, lunch, dinner. You know, I'll make burritos, I'll make spaghetti, I'll make lasagna, I'll make stir fry. Um, put it in the eggs. You know, mm-hmm. it's just anything you can think of. You can eat so healthy with this stuff. It's incredible. So I want yeah. you coming back. I'm coming back for sure. Yeah, we were talking about that with uh, with Jake Muse. You know, like even even good organic free range cattle at home is eating one type of grass right for the most part you know right. it's not eating wild it's not foraging it's not choosing what it wants based on its dietary needs mm-hmm. listening to its body and grazing as it as it sees fit so i mean here it's like shit you have the best soil on the planet they're eating whatever the fuck they want there's no natural predators out here other than us yeah you know like yeah. it's 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 the best meat on the planet it's the best meat and jake you know speaking of jacob muse he's been on this podcast before and he's doing so many great things over there on maui and, and some of the other islands where you know with those wild cattle that you know the state wants to go in there and completely eradicate you know just leave the bodies he's like no 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 give us a chance you know, his Kahiki Nui project that he's got going on, he goes in there, he takes the cattle out of there and then processes it and gives it back to the community. You know, it's freaking huge what he's doing. And and seeing those animals go to people instead of just rotting on the freaking ground, being shot by a freaking helicopter, you know? Yeah. No, Jake's doing really, really good stuff over there. And he's also helping with the deer populations. Um, on the ranches i had no idea you know like this is the first time i really heard about like i've heard of population control and things like that when it comes to invasive species but i just had no clue how many there are yeah you know yeah there's so many (laughs) one of one of our buddies was just like there's just no regulator you know they're designed to keep producing and to keep eating and we're the regulators okay now unfortunately you know we deal with the state you know in a lot of these areas and the state is, you know, they think they're the regulators, right? But they don't know how to regulate it at all. You know, and they give us little tiny parcels to go hunt 
and manage these animals when they're doing way more population growth in other areas and they go in there and they just eradicate them by freaking helicopter instead mm-hmm. of opening them up for us and then letting us go in there and, and do that and utilize that meat. I've literally gone in certain areas um, where they said, hey, we're going to go in there, we're going to do a big eradication, aerial eradication, um, and they do it the week before they open it up for the hunters. It's like, why? what the fuck are you doing why that for? Why would they time that like Ex- that? Exactly, and they do it all the freaking time. And then we go in there, and we see mass graves where bulldozers have came and freaking pushed up giant freaking holes, and it's just filled with carcasses of sheep. Wow. You know, and you're just like, what the fuck is this, man? A, we would have been in there if you would have opened this up properly. We would have been in there and, you know, taken out a lot of the animals and they wouldn't have gone to waste, you know, and it's, it's fucked up sometimes what the state does. We got to try and keep them in check is what we're doing over here in Hawaii. But, um, just so people like you and I can have that chance to go out there and, and feed our families properly, you know, yeah. it's, and um, we're the best meat on the planet. The best. The, the very best. best. And the best experience. You yeah. Know? Like, like, shit. There's, it's, it's not easy. And I was talking about that. Like, it, you could be an ultra marathon runner. And if you put gloves on and hit a bag for three minutes, you're going to be fucking smoked. Oh, yeah. You know, it's each thing is sports specific, right? So I tried to, I tried to drop some pounds knowing, you know, taking a page out of Cam Haynes' book and, uh, I got done like 215, my fight weight uh-huh. for this. And then once we were here, I'm like, fuck it. I'm in shape. I feel great. Been running. Let's have Loco Moco and Masubi. You know, <laughs> I fucking blew up 15 pounds. So I'm carrying all that extra weight. I'm like, man, well, that was the By the way, idea. we just went to Broke the Mouth Grinds and you got like the biggest Kahlua pig and cabbage. I couldn't even finish it. I couldn't even finish it. Kimchi fried rice. Uh-huh. Oh, man, yeah. so good. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like when in Rome, you know, right. I'm normally not pounding rice like that, but <laughs> here we are. Let's do it. But yeah. I'm yes. going to send you home with some Spam and a Musubi maker and some seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go get some rice. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you know, like it's a different type of endurance. And I have so much fucking respect for it. I learned that even up in Joseph because Joseph, we were putting in like 15 mile days in the snow, sometimes right. going knee deep. And it's rifle. That's easier per se, but not really, you know, like not in the, it depends on the terrain. But right. bowhunting, I mean, you can get so close so if close. you're patient and you're slow and you don't make noise. And I'm I'm fucking absolutely in love with it. I was in love with it just from the archery standpoint. You know, like one of the things I always talk about on my podcast is different meditation hacks. Mm. And a lot of people can't sit still. So walking meditation, Tai Chi, shit like that where you're actually moving uh, really serves me well. But in archery, you can't think about a damn thing else. Oh, no. And in hunting, even more so. Plus, you have the element of controlling your emotions, right? right? Which is... Huge. That's why, you know, MMA is the greatest test on earth. Right. You can be a master, Zen master. And if, you know, somebody's trying to take your head off, it's a different scenario. Right. Also so, controlling your body because sometimes mm-hmm. you're all of a sudden you're in mid position of a step or something and you're in a really weird, funky step. And uh, all of a sudden that animal eyes you and you have to stop mm-hmm. exactly where you are. And all of a sudden you're legs start shaking you're like i don't know if i can freaking hold this spot and you're stuck in it for like 20 minutes you know and you're like god damn please look away look Take away look away yeah. <laughs> you know and they fuck with you too man they'll look away for a split second and then come right back and you're like oh shit i was only able to move <laughs> like <you're> eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah take a bite aren't you hungry come right? on look down for a look minute down just for a minute man but uh yeah Dude, it's such an incredible sport, and I'm so glad that you're now part of this. And and it's it's you know it's it's not just sport, but it's a it's a lifestyle, you know. And um, like you said, it's it's teaching us so many different ways of being in those Zen moments. You know, I I put that with my surfing. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just out there alone with nature, no doubt, and just being able to just you know be myself in that zone and learning how to deal with that so i'd love to get into surfing a little hard now that i live in the center of the u.s in austin but um there's some wave pools down there dude yeah i've been on one uh they just sold it though and closed it and then they're reopening it somebody else i forget who purchased it maybe kelly slater 
No, no. Kelly didn't. Um, I think they just shut it down for a while. Okay. Because like there was like a staff outbreak or something like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, um, it is. It's but a the natural wave, pool. Yeah, the wave's pretty friggin' badass. Yeah. And they're reopening it. I've been so. out there with Aubrey a couple of times. It's yeah. really, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same as the ocean, though. I mean, the ocean, what's, what's cool about it is that it's fucking unforgiving. Like, yeah. you, you know, like there's places you can go that are a little candy ass. I guess it's like, it's like a mountain. You got your bunny slopes all the way to your triple right. black diamonds, you right. know? So, uh, I think Waikiki just have a pipeline, yeah, having a little, having a little respect for what's going on right. and, uh, and learning, you know, but it's being on the water, being connected to nature. I mean, there's so much that you read about that stuff. Like, uh, stealing fire is a great book by Jamie wheel and Stephen Collar and the rise of Superman mm-hmm. by Stephen Collar. Talk about Laird Hamilton getting towed in and, right. you know, you can't think about anything else. Like whatever the case is, if your life's on the line or if it's, and even if it's not, even if it is the bunny slopes, you're still in nature, yeah. you know? Like, it's you're still connecting to something bigger than you. And then, then you got things that want to freaking eat you while you're out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. But, um, you know, you're good friends with Joe Rogan. Um, been on his podcast plenty of times. You know, Kelly's been on his podcast. So the invite's already out there. You got to hook up with Joe, say, Joe, when you go to Kelly's wave, I want to go because I've been there. Okay. Kelly's a good friend of mine. Dude, that wave is insane. It's so insane. And they can dial it in for any size. Really? Yeah. And where's that from, located? That's in Fresno. Okay. Yeah. So, and they're building, they're starting to build them all over the place. So, but um, yeah, they can dial it in for beginner, but I'll teach you. I taught Tate. No shit. Yeah. That's I took, awesome. I took Tate with me to Fiji. Me and Kelly have a week out there. And so I took Tate out there, and Tate had the time of his fucking life. All of a sudden, fucking surfing every day, every day, all day. Tate's That's out so there, cool. just him and freaking uh, Logan Gelbrick. And freaking, these are monster freaking men like yourself, you know? I'm only six foot tall, dude. How tall are you? Six three. Six three. You look like you're six five compared to me, you know? And these guys are just monster men, and they're having the time of their life. They look like little fucking kids out there having so much fun, dude. We do the same thing with you. Hell yeah. I'm into it. And uh, and then another time I took Logan and Lacey uh, out to in Waikiki. Took them surfing out there. So, yeah, totally do that with you. Next time you come over here, here to hunt. So, awesome. Yeah. Yes. many There's a, many things to do here in Paradise for sure. But Kelly's Wave is the one that's going to get you barreled. You're going to okay. get barreled on that thing legitimately. You know what a barrel is? Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, when the wave comes over your head. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's the shit right there. When you're parked in that thing and there's, it's so quiet. It's like a vacuum in there, you know, and you're just like, holy shit. And it's just spinning. <laughs> oh, you're tripping balls. <laughs> Do it on mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I met a, I met a guy I used to fight in strike force and, uh, he was, buddy was at Mike Pierce's wedding. He was one of the groomsmen with me. And, um, he was he was a bull rider once once he got done with MMA and he would always take acid when he did bull riding. Really? Yeah, and wow. he was good, like really good. And I was like, I, you know what? I get it. I get it for sure. Oh yeah. Well, a lot of the surfers, man, they're they're stoned out of their mind when they go surfing. You know, stoned mushrooms. I've seen dudes on acid, freaking all that kind of stuff. So yeah, you can totally do it. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me about yourself because you know I've heard about you before from being on joe rogan's podcast um i knew you from the ufc and uh but that's pretty much it about you you know i knew you were with on it and uh so tell me about on it tell me about yourself you know how'd you get to where you're at you know where you come from it's a long that's a long one um the cliff notes would be you know grow up grew up playing football um Got into MMA after college, played at Arizona State, then, uh-huh. then got into mixed martial arts. Did pretty well there in the beginning stages, you know, and then got to the UFC, had a good run, then went out, you know, four and five records. So right. not, not you can't bat 500 in fighting, not right. when your head's getting hit, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's good in baseball, but not in fighting. So got out of that and um, just continued learning. You know, like fighting gave me this passion. Sorry, sorry about the chickens out there, dude. They're they love just, us. They're going off right now. I've got the headphones on, and they're just, I don't know if you can up. hear them. Yeah, yeah, I can hear them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I just 
kept what you know fighting gave me a reason to want to learn more about health and wellness biohacking you know longevity anything that could help me perform better and recover right. better and um that really was that's what lit the fire for me to continue my education and uh we're gonna shoot that fucking <laughs> <laughs> You know, that that's something that I continue to do to this day is just study as much as I can. I think um, as much as I teach what I know, I'm more a student than I am a teacher, for uh-huh. sure. You know, and it's, you know, you, you know fucking podcasting inside and out. You've had everyone on your show before. So, like, how much do you learn getting to sit and hang with people? Right. And then because you're recording it, everybody else gets to learn who listens. It's right. like the fucking coolest thing ever. Well, I'm excited to learn what you got going on here because, dude, you're, you're freaking – huge you know it's like we all want to look like you how did you get to that point right there how do we get to look like you i'm you know you're what 37 i'm 52 but i know i can look like you even at my age right now how how do i do that well let me give the the I'll, i'll give some cliff notes here too and i don't train like i used to in fighting fighting i'm training two three times a day I'm, I might lift weights twice a week now, uh-huh. and then I'll run a couple days a week, and I'll maybe have one high-intensity interval day where I'm doing like a 20-minute Metcon on an Airdyne. Um, it's really just about balance. And as, as you get older, I mean, you're, you're older than I am, but as you know, we know your 30s are different than your 20s. 40s are different than your 30s. It just progresses, right? Yeah. Wait so till do, you're 50. Yeah, do what you can, right? <laughs> well, I got my old man is fucking looks like the bionic man, you know, and he's right. still doing jujitsu in his late 60s. But um, I think intermittent fasting is one of the fucking coolest things that I've done. Uh-huh. I've never just, fasted. You just eat in an eight-hour window, typically. So you get all your food in an eight-hour window. You can eat the same amount of calories, and then you fast for 16 hours with just water uh. during the fast. That has a huge impact on change. And I mean, I, there was a study, I forget the study that came out. I think Dr. Rhonda Patrick was talking about it, but it was pretty much people who ate the same diet, like a sad American diet. Right. Didn't have, uh, they, they, uh, they showed weight loss, even still eating garbage. So I'm telling my buddy this that I grew up with and he's like, Kingsbury, I'm going to test this out. So he, he ordered like 200 moon pies online they get delivered to his house and in his eight hour feeding window he ate one every hour on the hour eight moon pies a day with meals so he'd start with the moon pie have a meal finish with the moon pie and the guy still lost a shit ton of weight he lost like 20 pounds in three weeks it was obnoxious i blew me the fuck away i was like oh that can't be it can't be good for you i mean we know like the same amount of calories from a Krispy Kreme donut is not the same amount of calories from Axis deer, you know, it just doesn't equate. But I think that's a really big one. Cutting carbohydrates. Right now, I'm having a hard time dropping this 15 pounds that I gained since I tore my rotator cuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I look at my meal portions, the size of them, in comparison to just my girlfriend, who's half my size, right? Um, And my son. You know, he, he's 18. Of course, he's going to freaking just gobble everything up on the planet. But I eat half the amount than my girlfriend does, and I'm still, I can't drop the freaking pounds. So eat in a feeding window. Eat in a condensed feeding window, eight hours, and then don't eat in the 16 hours. Okay. That'll that'll already be a huge shift. Also implement one thing at a time. People get all this information like... I'm going to fucking work out fasted. I'm going to hit the sauna and fast after my workout instead of eating a post-workout meal. And they just throw the kitchen sink at themselves rather than just layering it over time. But I'd start with intermittent fasting, then slowly reduce carbohydrates. Uh-huh. You know, get get under 150 grams a day. Spend a week or two there. Get under 100 grams a day. Spend a week or two there. And then get under 50 grams a day. Right. And spend eight weeks under 50 grams a day. Okay. And there's a great book called The Keto Reset Diet by Mark Sisson, who I just had on uh, my podcast, The Human Optimization Hour. And, you know, this is stuff. I mean, people have been beating the keto drum. A lot of people consider it a fad diet, but it's been studied since the 1920s. It fucking works. It right. helps all sorts of cognitive disorders. Um, there's a lot to it. And the but- keto is pretty much you can eat uh, pretty much straight up meat veggies you want you want low carb veggies you want higher fat i mean you basically you don't want to just fill up on pork rinds and butter you know what i'm saying like yeah that's keto per se but you still need you know nutrient dense foods and 
thankfully game has that but game's pretty fucking lean so you definitely need to add your fat and coconut cream is good if you don't have a dairy intolerance cream and some of the fattier softer cheeses are really good for that but you need to think of ways to increase fat and reducing the carbohydrates yeah avocados are phenomenal sure butter for sure yeah yeah grass-fed butter um Coconut oil, avocado oil. MCT oil. MCTs are perfect. Yeah, and yeah. MCTs actually help bridge the gap. So a lot of people struggle in the first few weeks right? because their body is, is, is run on a carbohydrates, but it doesn't yet know how to make fat for fuel. Right. And that takes some time. I mean, if the first time I did this is when I retired. I was 34. And for 34 years, I had had a carbohydrate at every meal, at least three meals a day uh-huh. for 34 years. Wow. You know, whereas our ancestors... They went without food. Right. It doesn't matter where you're at. You spent time in ketosis, even if you're on the fucking equator, because you ran out of food at certain points. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, but if you're from the poles, you had- Even didn't get a freaking elephant, yeah, a, ma- a woolly yeah. mammoth freaking, but once a month, maybe. And no uh, no refrigeration, you know? I mean, right. there's, there's, there's curing techniques and things like that, but it's not like they woke up and rolled out of bed and started eating. Right. You know, hey, let's whip up breakfast. Like, that shit didn't exist, so- Considering those things, I think there's this concept that I got from Ben Greenfield is, you know, having one foot in ancestral living and one foot in the miracles of modern science Mm. and really marrying the two with the best of both worlds is kind of what I strive for. But you want to have, you want to move a lot, you know, walk a lot and then periodically do something hard, you know, high intensity interval or you know, pick up something heavy, something like that. It doesn't have to be crazy, but, and then, and then when you have the competition or the hunt, that's game day. That's when you're going to push your body past its limits, but you only do that for game day. Right. You don't need to do that week after week. People get burnt out and they're like, fuck this. I got hurt. I'm not coming back to it. Right. You know? So just think, think of it as a marathon, not a sprint. And I think that's where you can see a lot of results. The other thing I'd say is temperature extremes are awesome that's something our ancestors dealt with right ice baths ice baths sauna absolutely critical and so what, what's that going to do for you coming straight out of a sauna going into an ice bath well if you have i think i see a I lot think of my gabby, friends doing gabby it. reese and Laird hamilton are actually studying this right now and they run xpt and they do a lot of cool shit but they're I just some do will smith with uh-huh, sal mascale yep, yep, yeah yeah so they're doing they're doing a lot of contrast therapy most of the research is on one or the other, and there's benefits to both. There's a lot of benefits to both. Sauna is incredibly good for longevity, helping you live longer. It lowers all-cause mortality. I mean, Dr. Rhonda Patrick's been fucking beating that drum for years. Mm-hmm. Um, Wim Hof has been beating the cold drum, and that's great for fat loss and lowering inflammation and pain, improving mood, neurochemistry, like all sorts of shit. And that, that's really you know one of the concepts that I try to drive home is if you're just trying to lose weight, there's a way you can do it where you're fucking miserable and there's a way you can do it where you feel really good, right? And you get endorphins and you get high off your own supply from mm. breathing, from the cold, from the workout. And and striking that that nice middle path of not too extreme but not too little, that's, that's where you want to be. And if you can do that, then everything else improves. Sex improves, fucking right. your day-to-day improves, guy cuts you off in traffic, no big deal, he's in a rush, I'm not worried about it. Right. But when shit's going wrong, everything's a fucking big deal. Oh, yeah. You know, fuck this line at the checkout line. Fuck that guy who cut me off. Like all these things build up yeah. or they don't build up, right? If we take care of ourselves and tend to our own needs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, where does Onnit come in on this? So let's see. How I, did you get I, into Onnit? And tell me about Onnit. I, uh, I was working at a strip club, bouncing and bartending when I was fighting in the UFC. Haven't we all done that? I was, I was making <laughs> shit for money. Yeah, everybody listening to this is Welcome to the club. main stage. It's <laughs> destiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's bring it back memories. So for seven years, I worked at a couple titty bars. And uh, I retired from fighting, didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I just knew it was time to stop. You know, And I had that. If I'm ever 500, I'm out at any level. Thankfully, I was good at the lower levels. And um, so I kept working at the titty bar, and I'd go in. I'd I'd have 11-hour shifts, and I would just read books the first half of the night till it got busy. So still soaking in the knowledge. Then I get invited on Rogan's the first time. Mm -hmm. 
And he's like, dude, you should start a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, you tell everybody I, that. I love how he tells everybody <laughs> that. You do tell everybody because, that. You know, it was me listening to him, and I was like, fuck, I could do this. I was a DJ on the radio for years, man. I could totally do this. Mm-hmm. So I went to all my friends. I was like, hey, I'm going to start a podcast. What do you guys think? And they're like, fuck, do it, do it. So I was like, bam, there it goes. There you go, right? All you need is permission. That's it. So I started thinking about it, and uh, one thing led to another. Started my own podcast. Then I was at Paleo FX. Who is your pod? What is your podcast? Just so everybody knows. Human Optimization Hour. Okay. So uh, get, to, get to Austin for Paleo FX in 2017. Really wanted to meet Aubrey, Tate Fletcher, get to meet both of them for the first time. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with Aubrey at dinner, we hit it off. And then we actually share the same flight home to Vegas because that's where they're going to open the next Onnit gym. And I was living in Vegas at the time with my wife. That's where she's from. And... Um, we trade war stories the entire flight back. You know, there's actually a, a woman because I was asking him some detailed questions. There's a woman that just got up and removed herself from sitting next to us and walked back. I was like, oh, the lady's not going to the bathroom. She's, she's excused she's herself. She's gone, man. <laughs> she's gone. Yeah, it was fucking great. But it's me, Aubrey, and John Wolf, who's the master trainer on it. And, you know, we talked ayahuasca, fasting, you know, cold therapy, training techniques, balance, meditation, mindset, the whole gamut. And he was like, dude, I want you to come work for me at Onnit. I got a great thing here and, and I want you to see what's up. And I was like, I don't know, man. Vegas is good. And I got family there. And he's like, let's just let me fly you out for an interview. We'll see what's up. Right. And, and um, it was great. I mean, we totally hit it off, partied hard. He, he broke down all the shit that I'd be doing on it, and it was far more than I anticipated. He really saw more in me than I did in myself, right. you know? And then coming there, I mean, it truly is a dream job. Like, I'm paid to fucking learn. They paid for the trip here, Aubrey did, you know? Like, wow. for me to fucking come hunt for the wow. experience, to meet people like yourself, to podcast about it, you know? Yeah. So, um, the fact that I get to cover my education, I get to fly in guests, on the company dime and podcast with whoever I want. If they're willing to come see me, you know, it's, or if I go to them, it's all covered, you know, like yeah. that's huge. That's, that's really, huge. really huge. Yeah. Yeah. Really huge. So. That's why I had to take a break on the podcast just because I was like, fuck, I can't afford to keep flying, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I have to wait for the seasons for when people would come here, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got it made right there, buddy. It is a good one. You don't even know. <laughs> it's a good one. I do know. I had my own podcast before I got to on it. And I mean, I got a new Prius just so I could drive out and living in Vegas. As you know, you, right. know, you can drive out to LA. It was $13 each direction. And I'd bang out four or five podcasts every time I make my way to LA. Right. But there was trips like I drove to Ben Greenfields in Spokane, Washington. It was a thousand miles each direction. And I'm listening to Audible and podcasts the whole way there and the whole way back. But that beats you up. Yeah. Still more affordable. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, it's, like, it's all affordable because I can just fly in for whoever or have, yeah. have the guests fly in. So. Well, there's a lot of good people that come into Austin as well anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah we got South by Southwest, ACL, yeah. Paleo FX. I mean, there's a lot happening there. Um, and it's nice that we're centrally located. You know, it's four hours back home to the Bay Area where I'm right. from. Four hours to New York, three hours to LA or Miami, three you know three hours to Costa Rica. It's yeah. a good spot. It's a really good spot, really good spot. Now, on it, they specialize in not just supplements and and but you know what kettlebells, all yeah, we different got workout kinds of equipment, stuff. a lot of odd stuff like steel maces, kettlebells. If you've seen like the the monkey face, you know the yes. chimp. So that's like our yep. primal kettlebells that we got. Wolfman and all this weird shit. You know, it's cool. And we're partnered with Star Wars and some of the Marvel stuff. So we have Captain America plates and all that. But right. it's it's really we're just we're into things that actually make you better. So what you know? what what how do kettlebells benefit you more than like dumbbells? Yeah, dumbbells are cool. There's no doubt. I think you can just do more. Anything you can do with a dumbbell, you can do with a kettlebell. Right. But there's a lot you can do with a kettlebell you can't do with a dumbbell. Right. So really it's about versatility, but it's also about like how can I I mean, if I'll put it this way, if I had one piece of equipment to have for the rest of my life, and that's the only thing I could train with, it'd be a kettlebell. Really? It'd be one weight. It'd be 20 kilo kettlebell. Huh. There's zero doubt in my mind. That's exactly what I would choose. Okay. Because you can do cardio with it. You can do mobility with it. You can do strength training with it. I mean, 20 isn't going to be a lot of strength for me, 20 right. kilos. But at the same time, I mean, it's just... You get more repetition Yeah, with it. it's just an absolute must. Repetition equals definition, right? Training for sport 
when you use something like that. And Pavel Tatsulin talks about this. I, I remember listening to him on uh, the Tim Ferriss show, I think in 2014. And um, I've read a, a bunch of his books since listening to him on that podcast. But you know, a lot of these movements, like a, a hip hinge where you're doing a kettlebell swing or a kettlebell snatch, you're mimicking a jump or like how you would start in a sprint. Right. So it is sports specifically training you without actually having to jump. So it's n- low impact or no impact. Okay. And you're priming that whole posterior chain to be better. Well, everyone can utilize that. It doesn't matter if you're just a stay-at-home mom or you're a fucking professional athlete. Right. Shit works, you know? Right. right. And it's super convenient. You know, Rogan, uh, he talked about taking his, his 20-kilo kettlebell with him everywhere he flight and it flew in a bowling bag. Really? And just checking it. Just one? Yeah, just one. Huh. That we'd always have something in the hotel, or if he's off in a weird area, you know, it's a check bag, big deal, and they look at him a funny. Bowling ball bag, yeah, because it's yeah. like that ain't a bowling ball. That's forty four pounds. <laughs> it's well, it's like, under the fifty. That's it's under good. the fifty. That's what I'm saying. Even yeah. with the bag, it's under fifty. Yeah. So, um, I've definitely. I mean, I've never flown with it, but I drive everywhere with the kettlebell in the trunk. Yeah, you know, if I'm going out of town. So, well, I think you're going to be visiting me more over here. You know, knowing what's going on. That's right. So, so we got to get gonna, you set hey, up, we gotta, brother. We got to bring some kettlebells over here. That way uh-huh. it's all set up. We'll get, we'll get you set up. We'll get you set up for sure. <laughs> but yeah, you know, on it started with supplements with uh, Alpha Brain. Obviously, it's an all plant-based nootropic. It works. It, it's, you know, we have two double-blind studies done at the Boston Center Center for Memory. And um, it works. It's efficacious. How does it work? It works by uh, increasing acetylcholine in the brain. So acetylcholine is response, it's a neurotransmitter responsible for language, memory recall, uh, a lot of cognitive function. And really, any way we can increase that, we're going to notice a difference. Um, and I've played with a lot of nootropics. Some of them have, are like a double-edged sword. You know, you right. get on it, you feel great, you get off, and you fall flat on your face. Mm-hmm. Never felt that way with Alpha Brain. I mean, I was buying their shit long before I worked there. You notice that you remember a lot more stuff? Yeah, just yeah. easier to easier to talk to people, easier to just fire. And I, I have, for sure, some TBI from fighting in football since right. I was 10. Like, there's right. no doubt. Um but nootropics really help bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, there's a full gamut of products. I'm not going to fucking get into those. I don't want to be a salesman. But uh, it started with Alpha Brain. Companies started doing really well. Obviously, partnering with Joe Rogan was great. And then getting in to some of the other odd equipment like maces, kettlebells, things like that. And then now we're more of a lifestyle brand. So really pumping out a lot of content, videos, how-to guides. Um, Sean Heisen, who was a writer for... Men's Health is our head writer at Onnit, mm-hmm. and uh, we do a ton of pieces from everything from fucking carnivore diet breakdown to keto diet breakdown to you name it, you know. And um, really, it's just about like people that are on board. The ethos is just to live a little bit better every day you're here, a little right. bit better than the day you did previous, right? You know. So if you're if you're growth oriented, Onnit's the fucking spot. Now Onnit Academy, um, what is that like a gym? Onnit Academy is a gym, physical location, and Onnit Academy Online is a place where we have workout videos, kettlebell videos, all these different, you know, if you're, if you're uncertain, you don't have a trainer, you can't make where you're at Austin, right. it's a place where you can learn. Okay. And, so me uh, being here in Hawaii, mm-hmm. not having any personal trainer, any Onnit Academy facility where I can literally walk into, I can go right online, learn whatever I need to do. Yeah. So my buddy John Wolf that I mentioned earlier, master trainer on it, set up these two programs called the On It Six. It's a six week six week transformation program. Uh, you know, people do beach body and all this shit, and we're like, let's let's fucking throw our hat in the game here. We got something to offer. So the first six weeks is only body weight exercise, and I actually did this program. Um, it's a fucking game changer, and I'm into powerlifting. I like lifting heavy things, but. Getting your body up and off the ground and doing different things with only weight, it's really cool because A, it reconnects you to just body weight training, but B, it opens up the body and C, you have that gym anywhere you fucking go. Mm-hmm. If you know a workout routine with just your body, there's no fucking excuse. Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, whatever. Yeah. And even if you don't have a pull-up bar, I mean, there's a lot you can do. Yeah. So. Um, we set that up and there's yoga built into it. I handle the diet and nutrition piece of it. Aubrey handles a bit of the motivational piece of it. And then, uh, we followed that up with the on it six kettlebell program, which is six weeks kettlebell only training. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think there's still some yoga sprinkled in on that, but, um, 
it's really comprehensive. And I think whether you're a beginner or somebody that's more advanced and you just want to branch out and learn something different, it's, it's, there's something for everybody for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I'm excited. I want to try it. So, um, get me hooked up before we leave and figure out where I go online. Mm-hmm. Just on com, and then look up, you on know, six, you can search it, six, yeah. search it up. Bam. I'm going to try it. Hell yeah. So the next time you're out here, it's just like, yeah, it does. Whoa. What the fuck? You're all <laughs> those, those are shredded beef. What happened? <laughs> his girlfriend's all happy she's all stoked (laughs) right now she looks at me in disgust she saw you she's like freaking i gotta leave i had to clean up with a mop behind her you know (laughs) it's all fucked up (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding you haven't even met her yet but that's exactly the situation that would happen if she were to show up right now she'd be like oh my god you'd have to get the swifter out i'd have to get the swifter out fucking clean up that wet mess and (laughs) (laughs) but anyway dude um no it's you know it's been a blast having you on here um you know what what do you plan on doing when you get back to austin well haven't seen my wife or my son in eight days so i'm absolutely ecstatic to see them aubrey is doing this thing this year called fit for service which is a year-long mastermind group that people pay to be included in first quarter is it's the physical body and then second quarter is mental, third quarter is emotional, fourth quarter is spiritual. So the first quarter is really my wheelhouse. And I've uh-huh. been helping people uh, doing Instagram lives for the private group. And a lot, of it, a lot of work's gone into that. At the end of each quarter, we have a meetup. So actually, the day I fly back is our first fucking meetup. And that oh, really? starts all weekend. So I fly tonight. I get in Friday morning. And it's game on for fucking three days. So Monday will be my day to rest and try to recoup. But... Right. I got to hit the pedal. I got to hit the ground running when I get back. So I think, uh, you know, I'm excited for it. It's the right. first meetup and uh, it's gone really well. I think we have 140 people enrolled. So it'll be a big group there in Austin and we have some really cool shit planned for them. But um, yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing family. And then um, I really am looking forward to coming back out here. Yeah, I know I'm here now, but it's it's there's very few trips that I go on that last this long. Where I think, when is the next time I'm coming back here? I have to come back. Soon. You know? Soon. I mean, I fucking have to come actually, back. Actually, the rut starts here. Um, May and June is the access to your rut. And it's freaking going off, bro. It is going off. It's the best time to get on a big buck. Mm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. So you got the little pre-rut. They're coming out of They're still velvet right now mm-hmm. to hard velvet you know but once those those things strip down and they start getting super freaking horny oh dude they they're they're super vocal they're like an elk Mm. or red stag and they just oh it's the best sound in the world dude (laughs) best sound in the world now when you were elk hunting was it during the rut no it was uh, i think it was it was it was during Thanksgiving. That's when it was. Yeah. So I don't think it was during the rut. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. Post rut. I didn't hear. I didn't hear an elk. I didn't see an elk the whole trip until the final day. I saw one ass and it was gone. I was blown away by the size of them. People are like, "Man, elk are big," and then I'm like, "I don't know." And then I looked at one. And I was like, "Is that a fucking moose? Like, right. holy shit!" And I'm, I've been to Alaska for fishing. I've seen moose. Like, I was blown away. They're they're. I can see why that is. The prize for yeah. a lot of people, for sure. Yeah. Like uh, my first elk hunt, I went and uh, I spent freaking almost a whole month in Idaho, not seeing one single elk. I could hear him in the bushes, never saw one. It was my last and final freaking day of the hunt, of the season for bow hunting. And freaking, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go to this one spot because we saw some wallows and stuff. There's an apple orchard. We went in there and boom, it was the last evening. All of a sudden, I'm surrounded by elk. I shoot my elk at freaking eight yards away. It was so close, so big, right in my face. And he just kind of ran down the hill. He stopped and it looked like there was a hundred elk. They're splitting the mountainside. And I'm just like, holy crap. He was 25 yards away. And I called him back in. I went, meow, meow. And he came into eight yards. I just smoked his ass. And from that second on, I was entirely hooked on elk. 
And I was like, this is the animal for me, man. And you got food for a year. Food for a year. And you just, yeah. you just keep coming back, coming back. It's all about finding the better places now, mm. you know, because that was, that was straight up public land. You know, you got guys like Adam Greentree. You know who he is? He's yeah, on Joe's. I was just talking with Jake about him. Yeah. Yeah. I he, haven't met him yet. Oh, this guy's amazing. Amazing. He's from Australia. I've hunted with him down there. And, uh, he is one of the coolest, most, most badass freaking hunters around. Him, Cameron Haynes, Shane Dorian, these guys are freaking ridiculous freaking hunters. Okay. Shane likes to stay out of the spotlight. You know, he's already got his pro surfing shit going on there, but Adam and Cameron are just stupid ass freaking hunters. And, uh, Adam just comes in here and he will walk through every, same with Cameron. Every inch of public freaking ground, they know the best spots. And they go in there and they freaking get the biggest fucking animals on the fucking planet. It's ridiculous. I want to be like that. <laughs> but these guys also train their ass yeah. off. Yeah, I remember. Uh, they train their ass off. I think Cam was getting ready to do a 200-mile run or something like that. And Cam he was dropping as much. Beast. Yeah, he was trying to drop like a shit ton of weight. And he was actually losing muscle on purpose to get his weight down just because of the requirements. And that's what I had in my mind going into this hunt was like, I at least got to be fight weight. Right. You know, at least got to be down to 215. And I think, you know, as, as time progresses, I will slowly chip away at that till I'm like 212, 210. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, it doesn't serve me to fucking hold extra weight. And this, you know, there's very few things that I test myself with anymore. I don't compete in jujitsu. Obviously, I'm retired from fighting. Um what am I going to do? See what my fucking high score is on the Concept 2 rower? Like, who gives a shit? That's fucking <laughs> masturbation in the gym. Like, who cares? This is awesome. You know? right. This is a way to put food on the table it and have a connection right. to the animals and to be in nature and be connected to nature. There's nothing like it. And you're going to be my next door neighbor here one of these days. I hope so. We're not going to say where it's at. I hope so. But, um, oh, my God, we're going to have so much fucking fun. Yep. Everybody's going to be coming over and hunting with us. Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Dude. Hell yeah, brother. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, where can everybody find you at these days? So Instagram and Twitter is at Kingsboo, K-I-N-G-S-B-U, uh, onit.com. If you hit up onit.com slash podcast, you get 10% off stuff, all the goods, goodies. But uh, I I definitely want us to sponsor your podcast, so use... I'm excited. Doze nose at checkout, whatever we decide on, and that'll be uh, that'll be the hookup to hook up those but uh yeah man i mean on it.com is is there's a lot of good information there you know uh-huh. and you can follow at on it on on the instagram and twitter and all that and facebook i'm not on facebook but on it is and then just personally i mean if you have any fucking questions i always answer people don't dm me because i can't right. see dms from people i don't follow but you write a question on one of my posts i'm gonna answer right right and the name of your podcast human optimization hour i love that the name of that thing it sounds so good dude it's like digital kind of almost (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh kyle thanks for being on the show dude thank you so much for having me brother let's go fucking hunt kill some shit before you have to leave because we've got a couple hours here let's do it let's do it all right brother aloha awesome thanks kyle for being on the show and thanks everyone for tuning in um big thanks out to my sponsors such as kona boys you guys know i'm a big fan of the ocean and i picked the big island to be my home because of its amazing water and amazing people if you're planning to spend some time in my backyard on the big island those those your first stop should be kona boys they've been serving up gear for island life in aloha since 1996 they're the one-stop shop for ocean fun Operate a legit selection of local style activities, including historical va'a rides, paddleboard tours and lessons, and they're one of the only companies permitted to do kayak tours in Kalakakua Bay. If you need rentals for boards, bikes, boogies, and other beach goodies, Kona Boys is your spot. And they're also all blah, blah, blah. they're also an official retailer for Patagonia Surf. They have their own line of super dope clothing and custom hats, um, which we sometimes share with our guests as prizes and stuff and fans here on the Doze Nose podcast. I go way back with Kona Boys, and they're the, my go-to shop when I need gear for Island Life. Um, they have two stores, 
one down in Kalakiku and the other one right down at the King Kamehameha uh, Beach Hotel right at Kamakahonu Bay. And um, you can just tell them that you heard it on Doe's Nose. You guys get 20% off right now on all their hats and all their activities. Um, or go check them out online at KonaBoys.com. And uh, same thing, punch in promo code Doe's Nose, 20% off on all hats and activities. Can't beat that. Um, also, Hurley. Um, I've known Bob Hurley, the, the founder, for a long time. And I remember the day he started the brand back in 1999. At that time, surfing was all about being cooler than the other guy and keeping it as exclusive as possible. But with the launch of Hurley, Bob changed the perception of what surfing can be. For him, it's all about positivity, inclusiveness, making the most absolute best product and empowering the next generation. Fast forward to today, and his vision has never been more relevant. Hurley makes the best board shorts in the world. Their four-way stretch is ridiculous, hands down, but there's so much more to the brand. From their partnership with Nike to their work on clean drinking water, access um, uh, to their support of John John Florence and Carissa Moore, Hurley is the brand of now and tomorrow for surfers and anyone else. Interested in getting in the water, go check them out at Hurley.com. Also, GoPro. GoPro has been transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in the sport, GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interests, whatever they may be, from extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer, GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion in the form of immersive and engaging content. You know, you can see them all over the place at uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn. They're everywhere. Um, but it's best if you go to GoPro.com backslash Doznos where you can get deals. Like right now, they have the hero for $199. You can't beat that. So go to gopro.com backslash those those and you're going to get all kinds of killer deals. Um, green organic energy drink. They're the best out there. Um, they're based out of Kailua on Oahu and their mission is to help support healthy and active lifestyles with their organic and kick-ass beverage. Green superfood brew is the go-to for beverage for surfers, for divers, for hunters, pretty much anyone who lives in an action-packed lifestyle. This certified organic brew contains powerful green tea to give you a natural boost, hydrating coconut water to keep you going strong, and kale to keep your body loaded up with phytonutrients. Look, guys, if you haven't tried green superfood brew yet, you seriously don't know what you're missing. But the good news is the boys at Green believe in the product so much that they've given me a killer promo code. Just go to their website and punch in those nose. Guess what you get? 20% off any product they have, whether it's any of their drinks, hats, t-shirts, you name it. Go to drinkgreenenergy.org and use the code those nose and get 20% off anything and everything that they have. If you're ever in Kona, make sure you guys go to Kona Coffee and Tea. It's where I go every morning. Get my crack on. It's the best coffee in the world. You, you can't beat it, man. You guys have heard it. Majority of the times you guys, you know, most people in the mainland or anywhere else in the world, they get Kona Coffee and it's usually like a 10% blend. It's because the stuff is so good. It's so expensive. They can't give you the whole killer stuff, but we can. Go to KonaCoffeeandTea.com. You can order it online. I'm coming out with promo codes on that one, too, in the next episode. So make sure you check in for that and get your killer Kona coffee. Also, Maverick Sport Fishing. If you've ever wanted to come to Kona and catch that 1,000-pound marlin, this is the boat you want to be on. It has got bedrooms and bathrooms and kitchen and living room totally ac captain trevor child is the man give him a call at 
800-896-7985. Tell him you heard it on Dozno's, and he will get you hooked up. He's going to give you a killer deal. And uh, you can also go onto their website, mavericksportfishingkona.com, and check them out. Um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks to all the sponsors. And, dude, I'm really, really excited because we got some more episodes coming up. They're going to be hitting you guys weekly. And until then, uh, hooey ho. Everybody knows those, everybody knows those, and if you don't know.